Welcome to Mechanations Overboost, a podcast interview series featuring discussions with mecha game speedrunners about their interest in all things mecha. I'm your host, PMC Trilogy. With me today is Panda, best known Hello, for everyone. being a Gundam speedrunner and uh, doing all sorts of things, and especially being involved with sort of organizing uh, Gundam speedrunning as a community. Uh, Panda, how are you? I am uh, fine. I just uh, moved into another apartment. And I'm currently setting up all my stuff, so um, yeah, kind of, kind of relaxing now. Truly, truly mobile, mobile panda right now. <laughs> that um, is true. That is a, so. There, there's a little question I wanted to throw at you, just as a as a starter to the interview. I've I've noticed a lot in the in the time that we've been interacting that I feel like you have been sort of uh, playing around with exactly what your what your sort of brand name is that you you show to the world and i think that's also because you wear a, a few different hats in terms of of being aligned both being interested in doing speed runs as well as doing things like music uh what do, what do you feel like you know if, if i had a if i had to put a label on this podcast when i put it on the feed what mm-hmm. what do you want your name to be is it pilot panda is it panda burr like what, what do you feel is what is the 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 correct synthesis right now for you uh i would say pilot panda is uh, totally fine that's also where i'm going to release like all the mech stuff i'm doing on youtube mm. and all my speed runs are going to be on that channel uh so i i would say like let's let's just say pilot panda uh for reference uh, panda is just totally fine excellent obviously. all right cool well, so let's let's. I always like to go back to the beginning, right? Because I think with these with this interview, my focus is not just asking you about the speedruns that you do currently or recently, but also sort of tracing uh, the arc of how you got into doing speedruns, especially speedruns of this particular subject matter. And so I would ask you, where does your history with Mecha start? Is it anime? Is it games? Toys collectibles? Um, that, that is actually a good question. So, uh, I never was like huge into the whole mecha thing when I was younger. Um, the thing is, I'm from Germany, and we didn't have much Gundam, for example, uh, over here. We did get dubs uh, for the anime, but they were only released on VHS, which were kind of rare to get as well. So, the first contact I had with mechs, I would say. Uh, or, or like let's let's say robots. I would say it, it was Final Fantasy VII that was the first time I saw like you know giant robots, uh, not being controlled by humans. That is, but that that's what got me hooked. And then later on, there was a series, an anime series, um, on television that aired here, which was uh, Kenny Day for Goddess. Uh, that's where I really got hooked into uh, to the whole mech thing. Uh, honestly, what's, like the na- what's the name of that series again? Uh, Candy Day for Goddess. Oh, I don't think I'm familiar with that at all. It's it's like a six episode series, and they cut it off like uh, not even halfway into the plot, as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they they just aired those uh, six episodes on late night TV. I think in 2000 uh, or 2001 or something like mm-hmm. that. And that's where I like first got in touch uh, with Max in general, I would say. And then, uh, obviously, I think a year later or so, uh, Sound of the Endless came out, and that's that's actually my first Mac game I've ever played. And ever now, since then, did you I get it hooked. because you wanted the Max, or did you get it because you wanted the Metal Gear Solid Two demo? Real, real question here. <laughs> 
I actually <laughs> am not a fan of Metal Gear Solid. Ooh. I have not played, uh, not even the first game. Uh, I think I started it when I was younger and I was like not figuring out uh, what to do. I couldn't even get into the the first elevator. So I was like, okay, I, I don't want to touch this game. Yeah, not again. for me, not for me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wanted to ask so, you, you mentioned earlier that like some of the, the first times you had run into big robot stuff were uh, dubs on like VHS cassette. Now, were those dubs the like the like English dubs traveling through the market, or were those German dubs? Uh, those were actually German dubs. There were German uh, dubs. Okay. So uh, we had a lot of stuff translated. I mean, we had the usual stuff that were was running on TV, like you know Pokemon and all that, um, all that shenanigans. But um, uh, we have like some pretty decent dub studios here in Germany, and like for example, Gundam Wing. Uh, was released as German dub on VHS, but never aired on TV. So yeah. So that makes a big difference. Yeah, that's it, something that we talk about a lot on the uh, you know the mainline Mechanations podcast is the extent mm. to which access shaped taste. Even among me and my co-hosts, I was someone who really only consumed uh, anime through broadcast television. So I was pretty much only watching. You know things that would come on the Cartoon Network tsunami block, your your Gundam Wing, Dragon Ball Z, that sort of thing. Whereas yeah. I think some of my uh, you know the other co-hosts had access to VHS cassettes and things, and so they would run into things. Um, I'm trying it was like like Slayer and stuff like that. You know other anime that would yeah, have been yeah, true. available in that market at that time in the mm-hmm. late '90s on the the VHS cassette market. Uh, so since then, since you first got into watching some of this anime, um. Now, over over the years, have you mostly watched then uh, broadcast, you know, TV anime, or did you get into building a collection, you know, either through uh, DVDs or <coughs> uh, files from the internet, or you know, I mean, what what's what what have you watched? What's 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 your big big favors? Um, I, I would say like you know, it was a combination between like uh, DVDs and obviously the internet uh, mm-hmm. because it it was just at that time when when we all got DSL connections, uh, it was just that available um, to us, especially like the stuff from Japan nobody ever heard of, and um, I actually didn't care much about Mac anime in specific uh, for a long time. Um, I actually just watched, uh, you know, everything that came to my mind. But I, um, yeah, I, I never ever thought about, you know, Gundam or or any other Mac series um, after I watched Candy Day for Goddess. So um, yeah, it, it, it was basically just uh, me stumbling across a copy of Gundam Seed Wrangler vs. Seft Two for the PlayStation Two. And I didn't know what it was, and I had actually no clue what Gundam was at that point. And I just got the game for a few dollars at a at a local shop. So I was testing it out because you know I had a <clears throat> chipped PS2, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I could play imports. And right. and uh, yeah, I, I played it with a couple of my friends, and I was super fascinated. Like the designs were were absolutely great. And uh, that's when I actually looked up. Okay, what is Gundam? And then I realized, wow, this is a this is a big genre. This is a a big franchise. And then I watched Gundam Seed, and I I got hooked on that ever since. So Gundam Seed was your first Gundam show that you watched? Yes, exactly. Interesting. When was that? When would that have been about? What? 
Uh, that must have been around 2007, 2008, around okay. that time. So, so I was still a teenager mm-hmm. <laughs> at, at that point. But um, yeah, we also had a German dub for that, but nobody really knew about that. We, I, I think there are DVDs out there, but don't quote me on that. It also never aired. So uh, I, I was kind of surprised that uh, we had the, the German translation uh, for us, uh, but nobody really knew about it. And then, yeah, I watched it and I also watched like the first series and, you know, tried to get into into more Gundam ever since. All right. This is a question that I've always wanted to ask someone who is also, uh, you know, uh, able to speak other languages as someone who who has, I guess, at this point, sort of multiple options, you know, I feel like it's common in North American anime fandom to get into this mean spirited subs versus dubs discourse. Uh, mm-hmm. What is what is your preferred way? If you have a choice, and and obviously assuming that like not one of them is objectively terrible, what is your mm-hmm. preferred way to watch an anime series? Is it with the original JP voices English subs? Like, what do you what do you prefer? Um, I would say it's the version I've experienced first. Uh, so when I like watch the the German dub first, I will go ahead and rewatch that again. I, um, for example, I tried to watch Gundam Seed in Japanese and it was fine, but I still um, didn't enjoy it as much as like the original dub. That is with all anime though. Like everything I watch in German or in English, for example. I kind of prefer that way because that's the way I, I know it and that's the way I recognize the voices and all that stuff. Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel you on that one because I, I, I for me, I think, especially having mostly watched broadcast shows, I would often become mm. familiar with the English dubs first because those would be the ones that would typically get broadcast. And then, mm. and then well, as I got more into it, I would, for example, watch Hunter Hunter or Full Metal Alchemist mm. Brotherhood subbed because they were coming out before they got dubbed. And then, uh, and then I would find, oh well, I kind of prefer those versions now. So I, I think I'm, I'm right there with you. I think that's probably my, my favorite take on it. Uh, so overall, let's do some, some hot takes. Your sure. favorite mecha anime series? Uh, I would say Gundam Seed. Gundam Seed. Um, you know there are a lot of Seed haters out there. What do you do? You have anything to say to the Seed haters? <laughs> To the seed haters, uh, yeah. I'd say it, it, it's fine. Um, if it wasn't the first Gundam I have ever watched, I would probably agree with that. Uh, every time I go back to it and, and watch it, it's a little bit, you know, cringy, as the kids would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I like the... I like it a lot. Uh, I would say the, the very first Gundam is right after that. Um, besides that... I, I I am actually not sure. Have I, you watched Have you watched Gundam Wing? Because I think the way that you're talking about Seed uh, sounds very familiar to me. To how you know a lot of a lot of my peers who got that first exposure through Gundam Wing think about Gundam mm-hmm. Wing as a, as a series that they they love because it was their first exposure. Do you feel like you you, you would you would uh, identify with that? You say, well, you're not really into Wing, but you can understand how other people came mm-hmm. to it first. I, I would say it's uh, it's kind of the same thing because it's their their first touch on on Gundam in general or maybe Mech in in general. Uh, but I personally don't really like Gundam Wing that much. Uh, I watched it and I was like, okay, you know, that's that's fine. <laughs> no, uh, I but, hear you. But, but but it's also like if you haven't experienced it as a kid, um, I would say you 
you don't like it that much. It's it's also hard. Like the same thing with the first Gundam. It's kind of hard to watch nowadays um, because it's it's really outdated. Let's be real. You, you, I think you're right that like more so than maybe other TV shows, or maybe this is just more apparent to me because you know mm-hmm. I, I think we're we're somewhat similar in age whereas you know clearly mobile suit gundam that's 1979 you know that's that's well older than both of us i think we can easily perceive the age of that uh but i think also too i would mention i think both of us uh share some musical enjoyment of japanese music of that era and every time i watch mobile suit gundam i can't help but delight in the music that is totally true. I think it's like um, it gets easier to watch the more you enjoy the plot. Uh, it starts out, you know, a little bit janky, but like especially the animations, they, they are not particularly good. Mm-hmm. But like the whole music, the plots, uh, I watch it in English and, and Japanese as well, and I find both versions pretty enjoying for their for their own reasons. Sure. Obviously. sure. All right, so I want to move over. Now, you already mentioned uh, one game. So I was really impressed. One of the things I like to do when I when I interview people for the series is go and I look at their their speedrun.com profile. Mm-hmm. And I want to, I want to like, I, we don't have to dwell on each of them individually, but I, I listed out what I think are all of the mech games that you've done at least one run for. And there's there's a lot of games here. Uh, now a lot yeah. of them, of course, are Gundam games. There's a few interesting ones. I don't know if you have a comment uh, on or not, but uh, the oldest one I found was Mad Stalker Full Metal Force. Yeah, that's that's true. That's um, I, I don't know how I stumbled across it. I, I was probably like looking for um, games online and, and saw footage of that, and I was like, yeah, that that looks decent. Looks kind of arcadey, uh, I would say. Um, you know, it's it's really just a beat 'em up. I would say, right? Yeah, no, that's that's what it looked like to me when I when I checked out the footage. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Some of these some of these mech games, I think, especially ones that maybe people are less familiar with, are often just pulling from very you know or, or in the mold of very established genres. Like I think another one was Ass to Breed, which looks very mo- much like a oh, schmuck. Yeah, it is pretty much. It's a very easy one, uh, though. Uh, but it's also a very enjoyable game. It's a short one, you know. It's that's um, so. So I did like one or two runs mm-hmm. of that, just for the for the sake of doing runs. So one other short one before we get into some of the Gundam stuff and, and another game that I want to discuss more. Uh, one series that I, I can't help but watch because I love janky looking very you know huge chunky polygon games i noticed that you had also done uh, at least a few runs for zero divide 2 the secret wish what a great subtitle do you have any comment about that um yeah it's actually a better fighting game than i thought it would be um a lot of people in the um, speedy first discord uh which is a discord for um speedruns of fighting games um they told me about the game and were like hey maybe maybe that's something for you and i looked at footage of it and i was like yeah okay you know i i, I dig the ps1 aesthetics uh but it looks kind of janky kind of like um the total yeah one yeah definitely you know, you know uh but it actually plays really well and it's, it's pretty enjoyable to to play um it, it it's very responsive i when you when you see the footage of that it looks kind of like you know the the tekken one kind of uh gameplay you know with a, the huge uh jumps with the huge air and uh very unresponsive but it's it's really playing uh pretty pretty well 
um, and that's why I got into it. And I, uh, I did runs before they decided to change um, emulator and console runs. Uh, so I, I grinded for world record, and then they changed, you know, the, the categories to mm-hmm. be split up. Now, okay, so earlier you mentioned running into uh, a copy of Sea Destiny Rangu versus Zaf Two Plus. Is that you said it was a Zaf Two Plus was the one that you had picked up? Yeah, that's right. Okay, now was that was that actually your first Gundam speedrun then, or what was did it end up being a different game? Uh, that was one of my earlier speedruns, but it was not my very first one. The very first one I or very first game I ever speedrun was um, actually Gundam Seed for the uh, Gundam Seed Battle Assault. Is it uh, for the Game Boy Advance Two uh, D Fighter? That is uh, for the Game Boy Advance. One of the best, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. GBA fighter. That's interesting to me. With with those GBA fighters, maybe this is probably something I could have researched. But was mm-hmm. there would there have been an easy way to do do multiplayer head to head fighting with that, or was it really just a single player game? Um, you could also do multiplayer. Um, right now, I'm actually thinking of solutions uh, for you know like competitive GBA play. It's obviously easier if you have like two people. Uh, side by side because like everyone can get uh, a screen and you just can you know link two emulators together mm-hmm. but you can also do the same thing i think with parsec and let's just um, the other player who's joining you on your pc uh, online you can let them play on one emulator and you play on the other one it, it is possible but it's the, the, i think game Boy advance is like really not good for net play because sure, like sure. the link cable uh, link cable wasn't designed to for that kind of shenanigans yeah, i would yeah. say yeah well let's get into let's get in the gundam seed battle assault then uh yeah. you know i so before i interview someone i usually ask for a few games to focus on uh you know for our discussion mm-hmm. and Gun- gundam seed battle assault was one of them and i watched your uh, what I believe is the current uh, record run video, right? Yeah, that's and true. I wanted to ask with with a game like that, uh, especially you know a, a, a GBA game, how are you physically playing the game, and what kind of controller are you using? Um, I started out using um, an Xbox 360 controller, um, and then I changed to a PS1 controller. That's what I'm I'm currently using also for for like other games because I play a lot of PS1 games, um, especially like rare Japanese games that like nobody really ever heard of mm-hmm. uh, in the in the West or in the in in Europe in general. And yeah, I'm I'm kind of using that for fighting games. I try to get back into using a keyboard. I kind of really like uh the quarter circle motions they they are a little bit more fluently if i do it on keyboard yeah it's almost uh, like i guess like doing it on like a on like a hitbox or something when you do it on keyboard right yeah, yeah exactly exactly uh that's that's what i'm also getting into especially for like those those fighting games like battle assaults and um the ps1 battle assaults for, for example now with battle assault the the run that i saw you were using uh Kiri Yamato as the uh, the player character. Now, is that <laughs> is that considered the fastest character then, or is that just your preference? Um, I was using uh, Asunzala before. Okay. And uh, the, the thing is with uh, Kiri Yamato and Freedom Gundam is that it has a freeway combo, which also has a knockdown effect, and you can um, pretty much 
freeway combo into a super and it takes away about like half of the life bar which is insanely good damage and if you hit all the all the three or four way combos um because you also have range attacks and if the opponent is stunned or and in air you can also or have a, like a little window to use the range attack which makes it a um a four way combo and deals massive damage and that's not what I found, but the second player of the game, which is uh, G G Cops, I think is its mm-hmm. name, and he was like my my first uh, contester for the world record, and he found out those strats, so I, I kind of adapted from there. No, yeah, I, I noticed when I was watching that that was really your 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 bread and butter. What's the um? God, I I maybe I missed this when you're uh, explaining. What's the, in some in the, some of the later stages you would do um something as like an opener. What was that? What were you doing? It was like a, like you're cracking a crystal or something. Oh yeah, that is a seed awakening mode. Um, if you have never watched seed, um, it's pretty much like um a, a trance um effect. If you ever have played Final Fantasy Nine, for example it's pretty much like that so you get like furious and uh, suddenly have like superpowers or like are stronger more focused so like, yeah, is, like, like uh, an x factor in marvel versus capcom or something like that yeah yeah pretty much that. so okay. so it's like you can activate it right away and your attacks do more damage but you also take more damage and your face shift armor which is also your ammo or ammunition uh also depletes a lot faster so mm-hmm. that's you know it, it has downsides and it has obviously um um uh, upsides and you need to do that uh not only because you deal more damage but also to use your super so uh that's that's why i'm doing it mostly right away like like when a, when a fight starts i go into see the awakening mode and try to um yeah yeah do the, the, do the combo into the super yeah true right uh so you already talked a little bit about you know other runners how the the history of the run came together are you happy with where the run is right now i mean do you have any future goals for that category or for the game Uh, maybe other categories for for this game um i did any percent and i did 100 percent uh, I don't want to go back to 100% because fighting game 100% is not really good. It's, it's it's basically the same thing all over again with no breaks, just with different characters. I was about to ask, and, what is 100% of fighting? I mean, maybe that's... Because I feel like fight people may be less familiar with fighting game speedruns, yeah. so certainly is 100% just... The idea would be to do all the characters? It, yeah, it, 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 you have to unlock all the characters and uh, have to complete the stage. So you have this little icon on the character select screen in the story mode uh, that says completed. And if you have played with every character through every stage, so it's pretty much like all Gundam's story mode kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's 100% in this game. And it, that, my run was like 5 hours, 30 minutes. I think world record is like 4 hours, 45 or something like that. Okay. And it's it's for me it's a little bit too long. Um, yeah, no, that's that's a especially bit... because it's a fighting game. You have no downtime. You just have to sit there and you know do twelve fights all over again. And yeah, it, it, it's kind of you know frustrating, especially if you lose time. You lose like a minute or so. Your run is most likely dead. Right, right. Yeah, no, that, that could definitely <laughs> a marathon session like that with that mm. sort of that sort of gameplay can definitely wear on you. 
Uh, now, mm-hmm. have there been other runners? You've already described that you had a, a sort of a ch- chief competitor for any percent. Ca- or actually, let me ask that. I, I wrote this down in my notes, but I forgot to ask. Uh, what are the differences in New Game Plus? Because I think I'd noticed that it was New Game Plus was the category you had, you had shared with me. Oh yeah, New Game Plus is used because uh, you can use um, any any available Gundam. New Game would be only the Gundams you have available uh, from the beginning, which are eight, and I think there are a total of twelve in this game. I'm I'm not sure, mm-hmm. like right off, okay. I don't know. And that's uh, Freedom is one of the New Game Plus um, uh, okay. uh, runners, and yeah, I, I mean it, it. It makes sense, like if you want to do any percent, let the people choose the Gundam they prefer, and which is the fastest, which is in this case is freedom. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. That's that's definitely understandable. Uh, but anyway, so I, I forgive you answered the question about uh, were there are there other runners besides you and your your chief competitor? Uh, no, not at all. I, okay. It didn't have anyone running this game besides me until uh, that one guy showed up. I think G G Cops. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's someone from uh, Taiwan. Okay. And he came came like six months after my my first runs. Uh, he came in, and I was just doing runs for myself pretty much sure, and to sure. improve myself. And then he got the record uh, down by a lot. I think the record at at this point where I already left the game and went to other games was like 1526 or something and then I think one year ago on, on, on a cold winter night I came back and grinded it out for like two or three weeks until I got the world record down to 14 uh, minutes something and uh, I, I left off since then I you know I'm, I'm trying to to focus on other games right now and mm-hmm. uh, if, if nobody comes in and and tries to challenge it i would say uh i i'm gonna leave it like that that sounds good so earlier you mentioned uh that you were using a ps1 controller because you were playing some obscure obscure games from japan that nobody had ever heard of and perhaps one of those is love and destroy which is another game that you had brought to my attention a really really neat game just uh sort of visually um Mm -hmm. can you talk about how you discovered the game and what got what made you decide to run it I was actually um, looking for uh, Mac games online, like rare Mac games. And there are uh, a lot of weird games uh, that were Japanese only and not even really popular. So I was scrolling through this list and I think Love and Destroy popped off and I I watched a video about it. And at first I didn't even understand what was going on. I didn't even know what was the Mac part about it because it has like these... Uh, intermission screens where you have like your your favorite coordinate uh, coordinator which are like you know free anime waifus mm-hmm. and uh it just looked interesting and then i i tried to play the game i watched like the cutscenes, and it turns out that those uh, free coordinators are three different mechs in that sense and they are you know the, st- the story is kind of weird it's, it's like the girls are are going to transform into the mech. So they're, they're like, um, how do you say, the, the AI of the mech. Right, yeah. It's it's like if if you played Zen of the Enders, except there were three different mechs and there were three different Adas. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That, uh, something like that. And I, I played the game, and I must say it's, it's super short. It's only like seven or eight stages long. And, uh, but it controls really well. I think... 
It is one of the earlier titles that used uh, uh, the dual stick controller to its full potential because you have options to um, to like like a strafe and, and stuff like that with the shoulder buttons, but you also have the options to use the right uh, the right stick to look around and move around and like move your move your crosshair. And uh, that was really interesting, and I. Uh, you rarely find those like PS1 games that use these kind of um, these kind of controls. So uh, that was really good, and that really impressed me. And there was another run on on the leaderboard, so I you know decided to speedrun it and found my own strats. Um, I found out that you don't have to complete all of the stages. You can. They are called practice stages, pretty much. So the fastest way actually to beat them is to die. And you only really have to beat uh, the two end bosses at the very first stage, and that's about it. The other stages you can pretty much lose. And then it depends on RNG and how you position yourself so uh, you can complete the stage as fast as possible. Yeah, I, I noticed uh, when I was looking up uh, information on the run, it seemed like your your routing was really, for those middle stages, was a question of, uh, is it faster to kill or be killed? Yeah, that's true. And, it, and the problem really is that killing is a little bit slower for the most part, uh, because like all those free mechs you, you can choose are super different. Uh, one is more like uh, melee-focused, uh, the one I'm using is uh, pretty much uh, a range type, but also has a lockdown missiles. They don't do that much damage, but you're pretty much sure to hit the enemy all the time, which is really good because it, the camera can get uh, can get a little bit janky at points. And there's a, a third one I, I don't really know when he's doing but nobody uses it, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure. But yeah, it's it's pretty much. RNG, you could go for the kill with the other mech, but um, yeah, I think the the other runner uh, that was first there, uh, we both agreed that it's just faster to to die and and you know beat the stage like that. So now, was that other runner not using intentional deaths before you rolled in? No, uh, he was actually playing the game intentionally. Okay, uh, and I did that for my first run as well, and then I. Um, I, you know, the game's kind of hard to play it casually for the first time. It's it's uh, really not easy, especially the the stages where you die. Uh, you can you know just die by pay, playing it casually and playing you know really bad. Don't know what to do and don't know what to hit. Sure. And um, I, I I died during one of my runs, but I decided to just keep going. And then I realized, oh wait, I don't have to fight that enemy again. And then I tested it out for every stage. That's how I pretty much came across. Because I, I think the other runner, um, he, he did reset after he died once and then started the new run, and that was his PB first. And I, I think he didn't realize that it just skips the stage. <laughs> you know, I, I found yeah. that out, and I was like, okay. I was telling him the, the strats, and then we were like going back and forth a little bit, and now he has the world record. Like He's one minute ahead or so of me, and I was like, okay. Uh, I, I, I'll leave it like that for now. Maybe I will come back. Do what, so do you think right now, you, so you're not too motivated to, to get back to that right now? Just because It sounds like, it, to me, watching the run, the most mm. frustrating thing would be Whenever you do those intentional death strats and there isn't like an easy way 
to immediately suicide the the frustration mm. of trying to get an enemy to attack you i know like for example in mobile suit gundam journey to jabura there's the one stage where you want to get to just below 50 percent health and you have mm. to rely on some doms to hit you to get there and that can be the most frustrating thing in the world because sometimes the a in that ai in that game just you know wanders off into a forest and gets lost yeah it, it, it's a combination of um resetting too much uh because of rng i mean i'm used to it i run a lot of fighting games you know I'm, I'm used to a lot of rng uh but it's also uh the last two fights are, are pretty hard um so once you get past the point where you can say okay i'm on pb pace right now uh you have like two ridiculously hard fights um in front of you with enemies with a lot of health like the boss enemies have a shit ton of health um and you can die easily i think you can die in like four hits or something like that and since the camera is a little bit janky um i think the 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 very last opponent just starts teleporting all around so you pretty much have to uh like move your camera at all time and then try to lock on the enemy and if you don't jump in the right way you get hit and that happens very easily i had many runs on pb pace that just died because of that mm-hmm. and um yeah like, i think it's those both factors that it's a pretty hard game in general and it's uh so rng heavy in the early stages sure. uh, that kind of keeps me away from it if it's all rng i can accept it a, a little bit better but if it's like you know rng and then rng and really hard um I, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm done with it. I, I've done my deeds. Yeah, for yeah. The game. You've mo- I mean, that's the thing. I, I feel like if you've moved the the state of the game forward, like that's the real victory. It always yeah. is being able to to really contribute towards pushing the the time for a game down. Uh, well, in that case, let's talk about the game that is uh, your one of your current projects, which is Mobile Suit Gundam Seed Never Ending Tomorrow for the PS2. Now, I think the category uh, that you had pointed out to me was the uh, the Atherin Zala uh, uh, story mode run, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I started playing this game uh, when I was, uh, I, I think, like five years ago. Um I was like, you know, looking into into speedrunning games, and I was looking into playing more Gundam games. I'm, you know, kind of a collector when it comes to that. At least for PS2 and PS1 uh, games, everything I can get my hands on, I want to. And I bought this game uh, from a from a local German uh, shop, and I got like a couple of other games with that. I, I think like fifteen Gundam games overall, like for the PS uh, uh, PS2 for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, I think I have one original Game Boy game which I haven't touched yet. <laughs> um, and when I when I received that copy, I was like so happy. And then I looked into the box of it. And it was a different game in it. And they didn't have the original copy. So I couldn't play the game. Then I decided, okay, I, I can try to emulate it. And it turns out this game runs really, really bad on the emulator. Um, I, I figured it out recently that it's not the emulator's fault. It's just that the game is incredibly laggy on the PS2. So... Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I started playing it on emulator then and even with the slowdown, I was trying to figure out, you know, you know the stats, uh, the, uh, the strats. Also, it's um, in the speedrun, we are allowing uh, something called 
uh, New Game Plus partners. So um, the reason behind that is you always have a partner that assists you in the stage with like special abilities. You have five special abilities that can do boost your damage. It can do direct damage to your opponent. It can make you faster. And uh, they will always level up after the stage. So to avoid that and make it faster, you can uh, pretty much set up before you start a new game run. You still have to watch like cutscenes. You still have to, uh, or like you skipping cutscenes in that uh, thing. You still have to play the whole stage. You still go through the whole process of the new game. You just can use those uh, leveled up characters and use all their abilities. And that's what actually makes that run super fun and super fast. I, I grinded it down from like uh, 35 minutes to uh, 26 currently. And I'm, I'm trying to improve that as well. Um, there are a lot of interesting strats. No glitches in particular. Uh, but the like stupid stuff. For example, if you hit an enemy uh, with your sword and um, the enemy explodes, it lags a lot. It happens to uh, uh, to be like that if you pause the game during that animation and then unpause. It just runs normally. I don't know why that is. Oh, so you have, so lag reduction strats in effect, right? Yeah, a lot of re- lag reduction strats, uh, especially like looking down where. Um, no enemies or no objects are so if you're in space you just try to move the camera down and still moving forward so i it's kind of awkward for the hand sometimes because you want to boost you want to uh move your camera with the right stick and you want to move forward with the left stick and you kind of have to move your your hand in a strange way but it actually saves i don't know like two minutes or so since i've done that uh, it's pretty incredible. So, so a lot of the strategies are like perfect movement and camera movement, especially to uh, reduce those those laggy moments in the game. Man, that's so. Yeah, watching, I had noticed that it seemed like the support boosts were playing uh, a very important role. Though it's interesting mm-hmm. to hear, of course, that I guess they're even more powerful because of the uh, the new game plus. Uh, did you want to say anything? I mean, so is it is the the other run? I noticed you've also done uh, r- runs with the other character, Kiriyamato. Are those runs sort of the same thing, but maybe there's just like more missions, or just it's a longer run? Uh, yeah, Kiriyamato is just a longer run in general. It has more missions. Also, um, it's it kind of stays true to the anime. Uh, so, like every every part of the the first anime, not Destiny in that sense, but uh, the first kind of seed, mm-hmm. uh, it replays like all the famous moments, and it also recreates um, things that happen in the anime. For example, the first stage is super slow because in the anime he tries uh, to configure the Gundam system. And that is recreated in the game by you are not really able to move precisely, and you have to wait 35 seconds until you can really move normally. <laughs> so you're already wasting like a lot of time. Yeah. And also the stages are uh, filled with more enemies. They are a lot longer than the Esranzala stages. And that's why I personally prefer Esranzala. Sure. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm currently routing Kira Yamato, and if I have done that, I will do all missions as well because there's like a mission mode uh, that you unlock when you um, play through both characters, and those are like I think 26 extra missions from like all kinds of side characters in the Seed universe, uh, from Destiny, from 
um, I don't know, Astray, for example. It, they, they took everything in and put it and put them into side missions. And I think all missions is like uh, the, the best way to 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 do like a long run. You could do hundred percent, but hundred percent requires you grinding characters in this game, like to support mm, characters. Yeah. And it's super, super boring. You basically repeat one stage, with, which is like 15 seconds maximum. You repeat that all over again for, I don't know, six hours maybe. <laughs> and it's it's absolutely boring. It's, yeah, it's, it's probably it's not, not a run that you, you would enjoy to, to watch even. And that, that's why I said, okay, yeah, all missions sounds cool. You know, you always have... Like, interesting missions and interesting strategies uh i would say that's that's uh, moving forward that's my my longest category i will do for this uh, for this game so when it comes to i noticed the right now you're i think the only uh, runner with runs on the leaderboard have you collaborated mm-hmm. have you had certain resources that you use to discover things about the game or have you collaborated with any other people doing routing or anything uh not at all i no. i have looked up uh, game faqs mm-hmm um to get like the basic information and then i try to figure out if it's if the information is actually correct if you can actually do something that speeds up the whole process uh for example the last stage on Astronzala, um it's it, like the faq said something yeah you have to kill this and that and, and this and that turns out that is not true you can basically just go to where the ending point is because in some missions you have like a point where you have to stand and you if, if you are lucky you just can stand on that point and move your camera in the correct way so it reduces as much lag as possible and then it automatically uh yeah uh, wins the stage for you so that's 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 a good way when you're on the last stage you're pretty much sure to pb if you're on pace uh that's that's pretty funny but uh yeah the faq said a lot of different things that weren't particularly true so i sat down played each stage a lot of times with a lot of different support characters and tried to figure out okay what what kind of um, um, support boosts? Like, the, you know, do, do I use a um, boost in range attack? Because I have a lot of enemies to kill, and it's uh, I can use the multi-lock-on and shoot them down. Or do I have to use my special attacks? You know, you have, like, the super, super attacks uh, that you can use and... Uh, maybe maybe it's uh, it's better on this stage to like boost the, the special attack. So I, I played around with that and I came up with a good solution that is probably the fastest. Maybe somebody comes across and, and will change that in the future. Um, I, I think for Esronzala, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to Kira Yamato and doing the same thing as well, like playing through each stage and do that a, a thousand times until I'm um, satisfied with the result. Yeah, I mean, that's often, I think, the most important work uh, in a speedrun. I, I think just because of how visible it is, a lot of times people look to, you know, doing lots of attempts as sort of the visible face of speedrunning. Mm-hmm. But uh, really, the, the the importance of routing can't be understated, especially in games that aren't, you know, all-time, you know, most most popular games. Because your all-time most popular mm-hmm. games, I, I could probably go online and ask a very specific question about a Final Fantasy game and immediately mm-hmm. get a good answer. But, you know, yeah. when it comes to games that aren't quite as thoroughly researched, uh, doing that work is some of the most important work you can do for the game. Maybe maybe even more important than running it. Yeah, yeah I would say it's also a fun part uh, to figure out, like, the best way to, to beat the game. Not even for speedrunning, but also, like, helping... 
uh, other people to that, that want to try the game just to say okay hey maybe use this and that that's uh, uh, a good way to approach the fight or uh, maybe somebody only has a japanese copy doesn't understand what to do you can help them out with those guides as well and it was a lot of fun like testing out um a lot of stuff a lot of strategies in the game also like the, the whole lag reduction thing um especially because i was wondering why emulator has so many slowdowns and and how because my my pc is fairly decent right it, it should run fine um but as it turns out uh, the ps2 has the same lag on the same moments and um you know it's just researching yeah if you want to do the work it's always good because uh maybe it gets new runners uh, right no, absolutely because yeah. because if you have to be the one that has to do the research maybe you're not that motivated to get into like speed running the game or playing the game even casually right yeah it's it's, a, it's definitely a, a different sort of beast to pick up a game that's not been routed and run it than it mm. is to start by copying someone else's run and then iterating from there yes exactly so we're gonna we're gonna start winding down here, but I first I got some mm-hmm. some very silly silly fun mech questions for you. Uh, you right. got a favorite mech? Ooh, ooh, that's that, that's a tough one. Um, I would say yeah, it's um, from Sono of the NS2. Uh, Anubis is probably my my favorite mech. That's a strong answer. Anubis is is very very good. Uh, on the flip side of that, I do have to ask. Uh, do you have a, a worst or least favorite mech? Ooh. Oh, that, that's that's also hard. Um, let, 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 me, let me actually think about that. <laughs> um, I would say it's um, uh, the Zaku worker type. Uh, oh, the, the, watched, the, 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 yeah, the first one, the, like the, the, uh, if you have watched Orin, it's the, the yellow one. Okay. It's working unit. I would say that's my least favorite Okay. Uh, okay. because it's like you know, a, a little bit stupid to have something like that, but that's just my opinion. That now, because of how many different Gundam games you've played, I, I am legally obligated to ask for your, your best and worst Gundam games that you've played. Ooh, um, Best Gundam game, I, I would say Battle Assault 2 for the PS1. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to fighting games, overall, uh, I'd say Never Ending Tomorrow is really good, but not for everyone. Sure. Uh, One Year War, uh, if you like the the first anime um, I would say One Year War is the game. It's fairly long. It has almost all the scenes. It's it's kind of like Journey to Jarrow, only way longer. Uh, also has like some some um, first person scenes. Uh, I would say that's that's probably the best I've I've played um, from a casual Ooh. perspective. And now what about uh, what about worst? Is it is it what I think it's going to be? <laughs> I, I I I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I would say, I want to say the the PC one. Um, what the War for Earth? Yeah, the War for Earth, but it's such a good meme. <laughs> it's a very I, good. I can't meme. say it's a bad game. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
if people aren't familiar, Mobile Suit Gundam The War for Earth is a FMV game that was made in the 90s by uh, by Presto Studios, who also made the Journeyman Project series. And it is, it is a English-made FMV game before they actually started localizing Gundam stuff. So all of the pronunciations are very unusual because they're not you know instead of saying zaku they say zach and they say jean yeah. instead of zion so it's it's kind of a, a, a funny ar- artifact yeah I, I guess that's why it's so great that's that's kind of meme worthy so i don't want to say it uh it's a bad game mm-hmm. you know it's it, it's a game not sure like that uh but i would say new gundam breaker is, is the worst mm-hmm. in my opinion so this is a, this is a favorite question of mine to ask because i'm always uh, obsessed with technical words uh do you have a favorite term or name for a type of mech so i'm talking about like wanzer mobile suit vertical tank battle mech do you have a favorite term for a mech from you know any particular series or show um what the hell i didn't think about that there, there are many good ones um Ooh, that's 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 such such a hard thing to decide. Uh, I, I would say um, I, I would probably say the uh, what's what's the one uh, what's the name of the the ones in Son of the Enders? Oh, I, orbital I, frames. I orbital frames. Yeah, I, I would say. Uh, from, from just from the sound of it, it sounds really good. No, they're pretty good. Uh, besides that, yeah, I would, I would say mobile suit or not not mobile suit, but Gundam in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, the nerds out there probably they they know the difference between mobile suits, mobile armors, Gundams. Sure. Um, but I would say like the the term Gundam is is, is really cool, and as well as orbital frame. So I, I guess it's a tie on that. Yeah, no, that's fair. So one of the things I like to do to give a little continuity to the interview series is to. Uh, both share a question from my previous guest as well as ask for a question to pass on. And so last over boost, mm-hmm. I interviewed Pythonicus who relayed this question, which is who is your favorite mechanical designer? Wow. That is a question I cannot even answer. <laughs> I, <laughs> That's I, I have to admit, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm loving the designs of uh, a lot of stuff, but I don't know the person behind it, unfortunately. I, I haven't even looked it up for Gundam. Um, I, I would say... Um, well, if you want to pick maybe I, a general design then. So not knowing okay. who the designer is, maybe you want to okay. pick a particular series that has favorite designs. Uh, I would say uh, I love Tachikomas of uh, Ghost in the Shell. Mm. Uh, I, I know you told me also the name uh, about this guy. He also was doing stuff for Pet Labor, I think. Yeah, was I think that, that's right. Something? I think it was the that designer. Uh, let me forget. Was it was it Shoji Kawamori? I honestly, like, I, I can really say. Oh, here we go. I'm I sorry. think it's Yutake Zabuchi. He was the mecha designer for Pet Labor. Yeah. But yeah, I think like uh, the 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 one for um, for Ghost in the Shell was really good. I, I love the Tachikoma design uh, a lot, uh, and also the the general design of the series. Um, but yeah, that's that that was also like one of the the, the, the animes that influenced me uh, a lot with you know with with the rounder designs, mm-hmm. um, especially of the Max. I think Pet Labor has also those 
kind of kind of roundish uh, mechs and most like western mechs for example are like a little bit bulky the gundams uh, look a lot more humanoid i would say sure yeah no no definitely i think the western my my buddy ignis always calls them stompy mechs the western ones <laughs> yeah uh, yeah that's that's a good name for it all right, so in that case, then, I do have to get from you a mecha-related question that I can ambush my next guest with. A mecha-related question. Okay, that's, um, let's, let's think about something. Um, no, 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 I'm sweating. I, I don't even have... Uh... <laughs> Putting you under the, under the spotlight here. Yeah. Okay. Can it can it be anything? Yeah, anything mechs? really. I mean, it's you know as as wide as you want or specific as you want. I mean, okay. Um, I would say, have you tried a Freight Gear another, which is also a PS One game, uh, a rare one which I, I played recently a lot. Uh, just just ask him that. Okay. No, I will. He, I will hundred percent do that. Game. All right, uh, and, okay, and cool. so at this point, we're, we're wrapping things up. We're looking towards the future. Uh, you've already mentioned, I think, some of your, your future plans, especially in terms of speedrunning uh, Seed Never Ending Tomorrow and working on the Kira mm-hmm. category. Uh, are there any either speedrun-specific or gaming in general uh, you know, future things that you're really looking forward to right now? Ooh, I, I would say um, I'm kind of excited for the new... Or like the new in in quotations uh, release for the PS4, uh, which is um, Gundam X versus uh... it's like is it like Maxi Boost or something like that? Or nah, yeah, oh yeah, Maxi Boost. Yeah, uh, something. I, I, yeah. I can. I mean, I, God bless God bless Bamco, but I can never keep those, uh, those fighting game names straight. <laughs> Me neither. Especially if you you have like. A lot of extreme versus kind of names there and then you know the newest version has like some title added to it and it always confuses me but it, it was maxi boost and i'm kind of excited for that i think that's probably a reason for me to finally get a, a ps4 mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still stuck with my ps2 here <laughs> that's that's actually my newest console i think well, um, let's let's hope maybe maybe the announcement of the next generation will help drive the price down right yeah, I mean that, that would be great. Or we just great, yeah. uh, get a PC release, you know, Banco, yeah. make it happen. That's, <laughs> uh, that's, but, yeah. that's that's because uh, I kind of want to get into like competitive Gundam outside of uh, speedrunning. That's mm-hmm. why I'm kind of looking forward to that. No, definitely. Yeah, I imagine. I, I imagine at this point, you know, any release like that, especially worldwide release, uh, you know, good or at least accessible net play is a must for that kind of game. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, so I think we're just about done. Uh, I want to give you an opportunity to to sort of you know plug your socials and any other projects too that you you want to let the people know about. Uh, all right, yeah, you can find me on my TV panda dot uh, That's why I'm mostly streaming. I do all kinds of stuff uh, right now. I'm I'm kind of on a hiatus until I have you know everything settled down personally. You know, uh, with new job and moving to the new apartment. Uh, but I, I think I'll, I'll be back in a week or so, and then I will focus on you know Gundam speedruns in general, uh, like Never Ending Tomorrow and Battle of Soul Two. Um, I would say uh, you can look up Pilot Panda on YouTube. You will find my channel, uh, my channel there. Um, 
I'm also planning to do uh, uh, a new video about uh, how to make Gundam more competitive again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's about it. I mean, I, I do have Twitter and everything like that. If you want, you, you can look that up. You can find Pilot Panda out there as well. Yeah, you should be able to and, look uh, in the description of this episode, and, and all yeah. of these will be will be linked below. Yeah, that's right. Let's see. Yeah, that is right. Uh, <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for joining me on this this lovely discussion, and uh, you know, you. wish you the best of luck on your future endeavors, especially in this year of our Lord twenty twenty. And we are gonna boost out of here. 